consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Vulture Network. What's up, guys? And welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Uz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. And once again, in the red corner is my boy, Ed's representing Marvel. How you doing, bruv? I am wonderful. Feeling good. Feeling yeah. good. It's good, man. It's good. Yeah, it's uh, weather's taking a slight change. So uh, if you if you hear some kind of weird noises in the background, that's just my my radiator just uh, going off in the garage because it is a bit little bit chilly in here, man. So country life it's always cold out here country life country life, country life yeah so guys we've got a lot of stuff to talk about there today uh we've got some news dc news we've got some uh some news about uh, uh spider-man into the spider-verse there as well um also talking about the latest box office there for for black adam and of course ah. uh the biggest uh release there off uh of uh, the last couple of months or so uh which is uh black panther wakanda forever uh yeah, which yeah. i managed to go and see there today so um without further ado let's get into the news man so um should we talk about james gunn or spider-man first you're going to uh, let's DC. go into james gunn yeah let's talk about dc james gunn right in, so in honor um, of our host the dc guy <laughs> a, a little bit of positivity uh possibly for um you know for for dc right so um there's always this kind of thing like you know when uh whenever there's you know anybody kind of takes over anything or anything like that like any comic book property the first thing is like ah oh, you got to listen to the fans right you know the fans want this the fans want that and mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of talk about about that but generally what happens is people just go off on their own thing but it seems like James Gunn is actually not only wanting to engage the fans but also like you know just just, just kind of put all his stuff out there as well and some of the things that they're putting out there is quite interesting so uh james gunn actually put on his um they're, they're all started moving to this new um this new social media instead of twitter um i can't remember what it's called it's like it's called Mas- mastodon is it mastodon, mastodon? yeah i'll keep hearing about mastodon that, yeah. yeah yeah so they so they moved to they're all moving there and he put up on there um yesterday um what dc characters that haven't been in a film yet would you like to see in a movie right and that's basically like a thread that james gunn himself has actually put up right it's so worth um, saying that before he did that he, sh- he shot down uh, the fans please for the air cut because there was like some big day where everyone was just like tweeting crazy about it last week oh, it was like you know what man. you know what? i respect all that and i like that you guys are so passionate but we're looking ahead so i guess that just means nope. yeah yeah i mean this is the thing man this is just unfortunately it's getting to the stage there now where it's kind of like okay you know uh, you can like things and you can you know you can you can say that things are great but when you've got people who are um and this is not like you know this is not like the whole fandom but you've got the odd person who basically is constantly harping on about release the air cut release the air cut and like the only person who should be directing anything to do with dc is Zack snyder God, no, at ridiculous. that point 
at that point you're just becoming a just becoming like it's like you know you that's becoming cultish at that point right and it's just becoming beyond yeah it just it's just nonsense right so i kind of i kind of look at it and i think to myself you know what um i like what james james gunn is doing the fact that he's engaging people um you know like with everything uh, you always have your reservations and stuff um and especially the fact that you know um james gunn can sometimes go off on his own kind of tangent sometimes so you know that is that is one issue but at the same time engaging the fans saying like right what do you actually want to see right which is amazing like to actually get somebody to actually say that there is just incredible um is it though i, I i'm also hearing that the they DC already have is. a 10 uh, an 8 to 10 year plan that means they've already figured out what they're planning to do so this is just there yeah. to kind of make people happy these characters are already going to appear possibly yeah possibly but then also at the same time it's kind of like maybe it's gauging the amount of you know love for some of these characters and stuff like that right so it's like funny like you know when you see um you know you, you see dc stuff and it's like um it's like oh yeah uh did you want <laughs> did you want batgirl barbara gordon or did you want uh did you want a nightwing film <laughs> no, no here's wonder twins right and it's like is that a wonder twins who the hell bloody are for a wonder <laughs> twins film you know what i mean um but there are like some fringe characters there that are that i think are so amazing many. we don't need people who are just slightly deviated from batman like just no just let the batman stuff do its own thing for now and yeah there's I'd, so I'd, many I'd, other characters they can focus so on so many so many man and so many like things that they could literally like uh like um you know a, a mr miracle um heist film right like literally because he's the greatest yeah, yeah, escape yeah. artist right so uh, you know or mr terrific i would love to see there as well like pe- you know people like that just you know in there so i don't know man um let's let's see obviously what he comes that out with a, um that work on a poster though mr terrific i know some comic book superhero names are kind of corny when you really think about it but mr terrific kind of looks goofy when you imagine yeah it, it might have to be it might have, have to be no a series or he's gonna have to be part of something else right so he's gonna have to be like you yeah. know introduced as like because it kind of almost comes off a, a bit like taser face right yeah 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 that could just be the running joke it could be the running joke throughout the whole film like, be weird yeah. that could actually work exactly. i take it back that could actually work <laughs> yeah exactly it could, it, it could it could be the same kind of way and the other thing as well is like um is like uh you know he's he's been and obviously spoken to the heads of um of dc and also um the heads of uh of marvel there as well saying like okay this is my plan you know kind of thing and you know this is this the way that i think think uh you know think we should go and stuff like that and it's kind of crazy like thinking like you know i, I think we talked about this before where it's like everything's so tribal outside but actually in reality like these lot are all mates and they all go and sit around the same tables yeah, and yeah. go to the same restaurants and all those kind of things there so um speaking of restaurants apparently um there was some uh there was some kind of leaked photos of um spielberg and uh peter Nolan. safran i think his name yeah. safran, yeah, safran. safran um and um 
and uh, basically like you know they're all kind of like sitting around and you know uh, meeting each other and now obviously the rumor is like Spielberg's doing something is he doing something I think the last thing he was attached to was the Black Hawks film right which is um I don't know why anybody would want to make that but um I'm just thinking what thing could Spielberg be attached to immediately that that isn't where I go with this like it's possible for Spielberg but at the same time like Nolan, I don't, I can't imagine him jumping back into the DC world mm. as a director. I think he's kind of, he likes to just do his own thing that's kind of separate. He doesn't want anyone to have to tell this bigger story that includes other people. So maybe they're just there as an advisory or executive producer type roles and just giving them advice on how to keep this sort of universe grounded if they do start to build this up. But, you know, it's possible. Maybe it will work. It would be cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting as, though, as well because I kind of look at it and, like, I was a really massive fan of the Ready Player One books, right? And also, Ready Player Two, not so much, but Ready Player One, really yeah. big fan. And, um, you know, uh, some of the other books there as well that, you know, um, I can't remember their names now, but basically, like, you know, um, pretty much everything that, that you know, that... Uh, you know the writer wrote it was all like nostalgic kind of stuff and yeah. you know you know 80s kind of games and all that kind of stuff there um when i watched the film of ready player one um it was interesting because like you know a couple of mates that i went with were like, oh yeah that was quite decent you know stuff and i watched it and i really did not like it because yes. i was kind of like the, the 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 book was in my head if you know what i mean <laughs> like as someone who never even read the original book just saw the film it, it did still feel pretty messy, disjointed. Like, there was fun moments. They had moments. And occasionally there was that Spielberg sort of vibe that would pop up. But as a whole, as a movie, it wasn't satisfying. Mm. So. It's like, it, it's always difficult like that. Like, I saw The Martian. And the it was funny because there's literally like a group of, like, eight, nine of us. And I was like, that is the worst film I've ever seen in my life. And people were like, what? The Martian? That, man, that was amazing, man. Why are, are you cussing? And I was like, because basically I, you know, I knew the film was coming out. So I read the book, right? And it's like, that's the biggest mistake you could ever make. Yeah, from now on, it was the stay away from the books, man. Any, however tempted you get to read the source material before a movie drops, just don't do it. Because you just got to ruin your experience. I know, absolutely. Not only that, not only did I read the book, I actually listened to the audio book as well after that as well, man. Just double, double, double mistake. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I I don't know, if they can release something there that I'm not really that knowledgeable about, then I would be more, I'd be more kind of enthusiastic about Spielberg doing it. But if it's like a property that I know a lot about, it's especially if it's a story that I know a lot about there as well, it's probably going to ruin it for me because I know the story and I know Spielberg is going to chop and change his little bits there to try and make it, you know, the way that he wants it kind of thing. So yeah, I don't know that. Let's see if they do take on, and doesn't Nolan have a contract with universal? Is it Paramount? Yeah. He said he was Paramount for Warner brothers again, isn't it? So that's another reason why I think it's unlikely because he really poo-pooed Warner brothers. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, exactly. Because Warner, Bro- yeah, Warner Brothers, the worst bloody, uh, you know, worst bloody thing that you could ever work for, anyway. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll obviously we'll we'll see what comes of that. We'll stick with DC, right? Oh, um. So Black Adam 
the director of Black Adam, right, mm -hmm. is saying that um, as a bare minimum, Black Adam needs to be making 450 million um, for them to consider a Black Adam too. Now, you know, like all, all of these, all of these kind of things, like even Ghostbusters, right? Remember when Ghostbusters, that, that crappy remake came out, literally like when Female. it came out, yeah, when it came out, it was like, literally the week it came out they're like yeah we've got another one in the works there blah blah and a lot of these films literally as soon as that one comes out the thing is well you've got another one you've got another one it's like yeah we've got another one in the works uh, but this one has been strangely kind of silent on black adam too because it's kind of like the rock is kind of saying like oh yeah you know i'm planning this and i'm planning that but yeah. but they've never actually said we've actually got a Black Adam 2 that is going to release on this date and this is our plan and we're going to start making the stories and all that kind of stuff no, there, right? Rock is the definition of that. You know that meme of that dog that's in the house that's burning down around him and he's just saying, you know, everything's okay, everything's fine. That's what the Rock is. <laughs> he, he won't ever acknowledge that things are going bad. He will just be like, oh, look in the mirror, you're great. You cannot fail. Oh, that's amazing. That that's is what amazing. <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> that remind that that actually that meme that you know that dog in that yeah. meme, right? Um, the uh, basically this is my conspiracy theory because I don't I don't know actually if it's true or not. It's but not basically, good. there's a book. There's a book that came out a long time ago, a kids book, right? Uh, which is called uh, "I'm Dog, I'm the Best," right? And it's basically the same way that dog is drawn in the fire, right? <laughs> basically. And this dog basically goes around and he's like, um, he goes to, goes up to this, uh, this swan and he goes to swan. Oh, do you, do you want to have a race? And the swan's like, yeah, okay, fine. And then the dog beats the swan in like a running race. And he goes, oh, I'm dog. I'm the best. Right. And then he goes and he goes up to a mole and he goes, oh, do you want to, uh, do you want to go and, uh, and go against each other and, you know, we'll, we'll find a bone or something. Right. So he beats all these animals in every single kind of thing. And then they say to him, right, okay, should, why don't we do these things there that we're like good at? So then the swan says to him, I'll swim across here and you can try and beat me. And obviously he loses. And that's exactly the way that I see the rock, right? Is that the rock basically goes and like <laughs> goes against people and basically like gets them at their absolute weakest point. And then it's like, oh, look, I'm the winner. Look at me. I'm the greatest, whatever, right? But actually, if he was challenged properly on what it was, like, you know, uh, let's actually get you to act properly. Let's actually get you to make a proper accent. Let's get you to do this, whatever. You know, yeah. for, for him, he does the easiest things he possibly can do. For a dude who's been pushing weight since he was like, since he was 12 years old, right? It's not exactly a big thing to say, I'm going to push weights more than I've ever pushed weights there before to get myself looking the best I possibly can for this film. It's like way more difficult for him <laughs> to be like, I'm going to actually act well in this film. You know, funny I mean? thing is, haven't we heard that some people disagreed with our uh, review of um, The Rock's performance in Black yes. Adam? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so some of you guys liked it. A few. Fair dues we've had quite a few things there basically um so some of them have been going directly through our facebook page and other ones there where i've actually shared posts there through other pages there as well um and the general kind of consensus is that we've kind of got it wrong apparently um because um it's just an just the entertaining like i, I sometimes i kind That's of i i think 
Do you know what? I sometimes think, you know, there's that bit at the start of the film where it's got like 12A or whatever, and it says little scenes of blah, blah. It should have underneath it, 12A, switch your brain off between this period yeah, and this yeah, period, yeah. right? So I got the heads up to know that this film is the <laughs> dumbest, stupidest film known to man. And I shouldn't be thinking anything about it, man. Because you know like you know like um uh, when I when when I went to go and see Moonfall, right? I basically went in there and I, I went like an idiot with like a scientific kind of hat on. Right. I love I love space. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I love I love space like so much, right? That I was just like, no, that can't that can't work, that can't work. And then it's like, you know, it should have just been, please switch your brain off for the remainder. Thankfully, of I got the memo film. because I knew what I was getting in for, and uh, I enjoyed it because it was dumb, and that's what I expected. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the thing, man. That's exactly exactly the way that it should be. But um, interestingly, um, so far, Black Adam is. Uh, turn over 330 million and the big problem is is that now um it's not going to be released in china mm. and um and the the thing apparently about that is because the use of um use of uh, magic and also the presence of a devil uh in there basically yeah. but uh, black panther but, you know supposedly ain't coming out there either because of the black... the, the forehead kiss at the very end was enough to get it of the two women yeah that's yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that well? That's that's been spoken about for like a long time. Apparently, there was also some criticism that they were not in the film, obviously, but um, like it's like a director, one of the main stars or something, made some kind of criticism there of China, and then they oh, just like sod it, mate. Eternal director, isn't it? yeah. There's, you know, we're just not going to let you release this film. I mean, sometimes you got you got to admire the balls of like the, the, of the actual people running that country. Just like, okay, well, sod it, and you know, nobody's yeah, going to see your film in this them, country for them. apart from bootlegged, like you know, uh, like so many times. So it does surprise the, me that these studios can't just cut those. Like, obviously, you can't really do that with Black Adam because it's a big part of the mm. film, but. For some of those other ones, those little scenes, I guess you know, standing by the morals, I, I admire that. But is it... could, they could have cut away all yeah. of Sabak, and nobody would have cared, yeah, right? <laughs> just cut away all of Sabak, <laughs> like completely. It just it would probably made the film better, to be honest. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, to I, I, I kind of, yeah, I totally agree with that. But um, it's interesting, like you know, when when the director said that, I was looking back and I was thinking. Yeah, really. Apart from Jumanji 2, you know, you've got these people who are franchise actors, yeah. right? You know, back in the day, we had Stallone, whatever you say about, you know, Van Damme. He was a franchise actor within, you know, within his franchise and stuff, Time Cop and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the, the thing about, uh, you know, obviously Schwarzenegger, right? But the thing about The Rock, he doesn't stick to a project, does he? He'll like do one and then jump to something else and say, oh, yeah, this is going to be the biggest, greatest picture of all time. And then he'll jump to something else and then he'll jump to something else. <laughs> and, that's a and then he just keeps. 
That's exactly what he does, yeah. right? Literally, like, oh, this is going to be the biggest, greatest, the most amazing film you've ever seen. There, the great. So it's like it's like you know, like when when Red Notice came out, and everybody knew like this is just going to be dumb as anything. But he's like, oh yeah, this is going to be amazing, like heist caper or whatever. And then he's done it, and now he's like jumped to Black Adam. I've been waiting to make this forever and ever and ever. And it's like he promotes it like crazy, like crazy, crazy promotion for a very short period of time. And now the funny thing is, is that he's decided to make this Christmas movie and literally within two weeks of that Black Adam film coming out, it's just like, sod it, this thing doesn't exist anymore. And now I'm on to my Christmas promotion, whatever. It's just like, for me, he is, he's almost the, the definition of a jobbing actor, but like a much higher paid one, yeah. right? He literally jumps from place to place to place to place. You know what I mean? Maybe he's, maybe he's thinking like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's thinking like, you know, the, the worst thing possible is like, um, it, is like you go into a film as the lead actor and the lead, you know, the lead character, but then everybody's talking about one of the secondary characters in the film. So like, you know, everybody's like, oh, I want to see more Dot's Fate. Why do you yeah. kill off Dr. Fate? I want to see Pierce Brosnan. Nobody's like, oh my God, I want to see more of that Black Adam, man. That, and also, <laughs> and Superman as well. It's like Superman and Dr. Fate just like, just like took over that entire Completely. film. So, so there is a sl slight possibility that basically, even though they've, um, you know, they've introduced Superman and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I would assume James Gunn wants to do something with that and, and bring that forward. That there is a possibility that the rock may be like oh yeah i did i've done what i needed to do like if you watch his instagram it's the most deluded thing i've ever seen in my life it's it's brilliant levels of delusion right like oh yeah we are the the audience loved it 95 percent on rotten tomorrow <laughs> and it's like, it's like Trump. he it's really like, should Trump. get into He's politics because he basically talks like a politician this is the sort of delusional shit that they do <laughs> yeah exactly exactly he would pro he'd probably love it he'd probably love it yeah. yeah but the thing is he'd only be in it for one term because he's, yeah. not, a he's, not, a, he's not a franchise he's not a franchise guy man so yeah um there is a there is a slight possibility that might actually not come back which would be quite hilarious so um to, i'll to, be happy with it because considering the fact that film costs nearly 200 million to make right which is insane yeah, I I, <laughs> I remember I remember when I was a kid, my um my granddad's brother in Pakistan, there was one big cinema in Karachi, which is their, you know, is um basically they used to come over to the UK and watch films here and they decide what films they're gonna take over over there, right? Mm. So so they basically came over and watched Cliffhanger, right? And then, you know, had we'd never seen it but then when we went over there we watched cliffhanger at the cinema it's like like 12 of us basically just watching this massive massive cinema which is quite crazy but then the second time when when my granddad's brother came over um he came to watch waterworld right and at that point waterworld was the first 100 million dollar film right it was like the you know and you look at that now it's like every film is like 100 million these days you know what I mean? the average yeah it's ridiculous um and it's like when you think about the level of practical effects and stuff like literally they're filming like in the ocean like water world and stuff right and you compare that to 
something like Black Adam, which is ninety-seven percent CGI, right? It's kind of just like which is crazy it, because yeah, that money is being spent on the CG, but there's also the side story where all these special effects artists are saying they don't get paid enough. So where's that money going? Who is getting all that money? Because they ain't going to the actual. It's, <laughs> it's going in the rock's pocket, man. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Do you know? And also the other thing, I, I've been reading about this. Um, uh about this kind of stuff like it used to be that people what they'll want to do is they would like want to get a producer credit right so what would happen is is that they would start to get stuff off the back end so as soon as like the film will come out they'll be like i will get a share of the profits continue yeah. going i get paid this plus also share of the profits and now it's changed that basically a lot of these actors directors and producers are trying to get their stuff from the front end Right. So it's like, I want to get paid 80 mil, like, you know, for this or whatever. I want to get paid 20, 30 mil, whatever. And not so much going around the, around the back end, because basically um, the, the theory, I guess, would be if the film doesn't make that much money, you know, doesn't matter to them. They're still getting paid from the yeah, front end. You know what I mean? Not as much back in money now, because, yeah, they don't have the sort of VHS or DVD, Blu ray thing sales on like they used to be back in the day. Yeah, cinema straight to streaming, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, at some point, I guess this Black Adam film is gonna it's gonna come out on on uh, HBO or or whatever, man. And yeah, it'd just be I don't know the d deleted scenes and everything that people people could watch if they really if they really did want to. Although I don't know, there is an R rated cut apparently, so it might be it might be interesting to kind of see what's going on with that. Um. Let's go. Let's go to Marvel now, right? And uh, the news about Into the Spider Verse, which actually was um, quite a surprise. Actually, uh, was it a surprise? I don't know. I, when I saw the animation there of it, when the first trailer came out, I was like, "This has the potential to actually be quite good," and it was actually pretty good when it when it kind of oh, yeah. came out. Definitely surprised um, me. I wasn't expecting that much, but yeah, it was fun. And and then when the uh, news of the second one was coming out, obviously the the main thing was like, okay, we got um, you know we got Miles Morales, and we knew that we're going to be getting um, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, twenty one ninety nine, or is it twenty ninety nine or twenty twenty one ninety nine, was it twenty four ninety nine? I can't remember. Oh <laughs> it's something ninety nine. I should be the one to know. It's twenty ninety nine. I'm sure it's just twenty ninety nine. Yeah, yeah making me doubt myself no yeah yeah i think i can't remember. i think it's 2099 2099 yeah oh 2099 yeah. yeah yeah so so we're like um <laughs> um I was, I, was, I was about to say oscar pistorius oscar <laughs> oscar isaac yeah uh, is, is played, although i would love oscar pistorius <laughs> to be playing that um oscar, oscar isaac uh playing that there as well and then it's kind of like okay there was a little kind of news here and there about different characters and stuff. But now we're hearing like, okay, Tom Holland uh, is going to be there, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. And also, uh, to some people, the greatest one, which is the PS4 Spider-Man, right? Uh, you know, like some people will say yeah. the Arkham Batman is the best, right? Um, you know, some some people will argue that the Arkham Batman is the best one. And, that was uh, the biggest yeah. surprise for me, if I'm honest, so the fact that they included it. I'm not surprised. It was a massive game. The issue is which version is it the newer remaster version where they made him like younger yeah or the, or, or one or that the other one yeah. seem to love from the original version of it 
I guess the younger looking one, I guess. It'll be but interesting, yeah. It's gonna be weird, man. <laughs> it is gonna be it is gonna be odd. It is gonna be odd, but it's kind of like it Sony, I think, are uh, they're taking that that leaf out of that um that book of like um, you know, when mobile phone companies are like, oh yeah, we can do your broadband, we could do we could do we could do like TV programs there for you, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we could supply your electricity, all that kind of stuff. Because they're basically advertising yeah. their own products. <laughs> perfect so yeah why not <laughs> it's like yeah you want to buy this game now oh yeah we got a miles morales game as well you know what i mean which um which i'm eyeing up there now because i'm like the ps4s are coming down to such a level where i'm just like oh how can i not like get a ps ps4 you know what i mean because everybody wants ps5 just right save so... up an extra month and get go for a five oh, man. trust man. me it makes a difference <laughs> you got a nice telly you got a nice projector it makes a difference man <laughs> Yeah, I d- yeah, I don't know, man. The thing is, I I'll probably end up getting too addicted to it. That's the thing. I just you know What's just want to just want to just want to play career family overrated. <laughs> Live for your own pleasure. Yeah, that's that. Well, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so, man. <laughs> I guess so. So, um, so yeah, we've got these. Um, we've got these like uh, you know, um, different Spider Men in there as well, and and. Uh, uh, it seemed like this, you know, this film is uh, is coming out next year, right? It's twenty twenty three, I think. Yeah, isn't it? Or yeah, yeah, next year. So it's going to be one of the most anticipated ones, uh, you know, for you know, for me for next year, um, because obviously we've got Guardians and and we've got the Flash, um, which just has to be watched just because of to. what the hell, what the it's gonna happen in that film how are they gonna um, maneuver their way out of the end of that film into this new new into DC this new thing universe that they're creating i just want to see uh ezra doing the promotion that's it i just wanted to go around like promoting the film around the world <laughs> just like just not just, be surprised if he didn't yeah they just got they got that, know, super, that new superwoman they might just drag her out and make her do most of it and around it. yeah exactly exactly you know we sent ezra to to Qatar to go and you know do do the promotion promotion and stuff and probably yeah it's probably probably um gonna be interesting so um so yeah that's um you know that's the hotly anticipated film there as well but um the do we also talk about um i don't want to i don't want to go from like this happy thing basically into into uh, and, and i'm laughing i shouldn't really laugh because it is the sad death of somebody but uh um, like, i always laugh when i'm a bit when i'm I'm a bit you know i i just you know you know chandler like when he's when he's always like oh i just laugh at this, like, no reason, jokes whatever, that's like, sad yeah but you, just, have, to, you exactly. have to acknowledge the voice of batman is no longer <laughs> And what's yeah. actually really sad is uh, someone posted the other day, I think yesterday I saw it, an old cameo, not even an old cameo, I think maybe the last thing, he, one of the last things he put out over Halloween to somebody, a message, and you could really see, man, dude was sick, but still, still showing love to his fans, <laughs> doing the videos, so yeah, real sad. Yeah, I mean, because he, he literally was like, for me, when I started liking Batman, was basically pretty much the the 89 film and that's when i went out as a kid you know as an eight-year-old basically went out and just, just bought loads of comics mm. um, you know batman comic books and then after that very soon after that 
you know, within a couple of years or so, we started getting, you know, the, the animated series. And obviously sure. he was the the main voice of that there as well. And then in Justice League there as well. And it's like, um, you know, the the voice of his voice is like, you know, was was amazing. Um, you know, in, in pretty much every single animated thing they had. It was kind of like I think he was also um it, it was it was sad that he was never put up there with the tier of the rest of the Batman to say this guy is like you know one of the best Batman you know um, because it was just like oh he's just a voice actor or whatever um, but yeah it was he was definitely is definitely up there man so yeah um, rest in peace to him um, and yeah he's he's definitely left a big a big big legacy man uh, behind you know what I mean so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You can, uh, you can, you can fill those boots, man. So, um, let's uh, let's just go back into a Marvel kind of thing there um, before the break, which is uh, Ryan Reynolds, man. So Ryan Reynolds has come out on his Instagram and said that Deadpool three will be his last outing as Deadpool. Right. So, um, do you think that's just one of the things because he's getting a he's getting a bit older yeah like, i mean he's the same age as me and i i kind of think oh man like sometimes when it's like you've got to go to the gym and stuff yeah like, i think oh, that's exactly God, it. a lot of people don't always take it into consideration like once these guys hit their 40s they don't want to be spending all that time in the gym because it takes longer you don't recover as quick and it's just not as fun anymore that's why you, you don't that's why i'm a little worried once we'll get onto our um black panther review about the guy that they hired for namor because he's mm-hmm. in his mid forties already, or something, I think. So, yeah, I'm worried about what, how many le- how, what the legs are going to be like for that character, considering that. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me, man. And you know, he ran number, you know, three times that rounds it off nicely. It's a shame we won't get a team up, not just him and Wolverine, but like a proper like X Force or something. But you know, I, I think know. maybe he might just turn up in cameos and stuff like that. Possibly. You know what I mean? But whether whether he'll think about, oh, I want to go and lead. Uh, you know a whole movie by myself and do all the producing and you know part of the writing and all that kind of stuff there you know i doubt that he's going to be he's going to be kind of doing that there as well and yeah definitely like you know if you if you go 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 to a gym and train in your 40s and then it's like try and do stuff that you did when you're in your 20s it's like bloody hell man it's like it's not it's not the same kind of thing so yeah perfect send off for both of them though to actually be properly mcu connected this time so yeah sorry yeah and then yeah and, and then kind of see what they come up with man so yeah that would that would be interesting to see uh what they do with the character because you can't kill him off right so it's kind of just like you know if this is the last one what is going to be the reason for the last one because there's obviously going to be a call for this uh character to appear in different properties there as well and if if he's not i guess you've got to make a reason you know, reason why he's not going to be t- uh, turning up, man. So, yeah, um, the third one, which I think is was that twenty twenty four, a couple of couple of years remaining until you know, uh, yeah, until he does that. Definitely there, could have so, signed, signed to do with the multiverse though, because I heard like whisperings that Owen Wilson might be a part of that film, playing the character he plays in Loki. So if that is true, then that kind of explains how that carries those characters across. 
Um, so let's let's talk about the last bit of kind of DC news before uh, before we do our big Black Panther review. Um, and uh, we've had uh, James Gunn kind of, we're talking about him there before, he's kind of talking to the fans and things like that. And he posted up a picture of the main man, Lobo, um, up on uh, up on his, I think that was on Mastodon as well. Um, and, you know, it, it was basically a hint to say, okay, is this character coming in? Uh, we don't know. Um, you know, we were talking about this there before and it's kind of like, okay, you know, you were saying like the, the the main person to play this role is already, you know, kind of kind of you know come and gone as Aquaman, right? Mm. Um, so you know, it, it was going to be interesting to see who they cast, um, you know, instead. Oh, no. But um, comicbook.com actually did go and um, go and interview uh, Jason Momoa, and they actually asked him uh, about this thing. So he's doing promotion for some film on Netflix where he's playing like some, I don't know, some kind of magical creature or something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And they were were just asking him like, um, you know, uh, what do you think about this? Like, you know, Lobo and things like that. And he's like, uh, and they're like, oh, James Gunn posted thing. He's like, oh, oh, did he? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, like that. And it's like he, he blatantly knew that that had been posted on there. Because um, as soon as and... it did, you know, people were tagging him in their tweets. But there, yeah. is, there is the Jason Momoa ordered off wish that exists out there. Oh gosh, Mr. Who's Roman that? Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to leave wrestling no, and become an actor? <laughs> and that is the wish version of Rain of uh, Moa. <laughs> maybe, maybe that could work. <laughs> oh my days! Have they? Oh no! Just no, man. That is. You heard it first, guys. You heard it first. No, please, please. Because I... <laughs> oh, don't no. They can't do that because basically, like um, more than. Um, you know we talked about in the black adam review like how like the rock despite of whatever anybody says about him he is a charismatic guy and like all his charisma seemed to have disappeared like in the black adam film it's like lobo is a flipping charismatic character because he is literally the template for an anti-hero right you know why it's it's like you you want to hate this guy but you just can't because he's just like you know uh he's uh you know he's just basically just because he's a complete scum you know horrible person whatever but switch momoa reigns out let momoa carry on aquaman and then switch <laughs> momoa into lobo maybe no one will notice that'll be enough. <laughs> yeah if they, if they if they just just switch him just don't even say anything just yeah. put him in as lobo just don't say a single no thing will notice. yeah even if somebody says like I'm sure I've seen you somewhere before, <laughs> something like that. It's like, nope, <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I'm just. But, but like you know, the thing is, the thing is with Lobo, it's a very difficult character to bring to screen, right? Especially nowadays, man, because he is basically he's a womanizer. He's like, you should see the way that he, um, you know, he behaves towards like Starfire and stuff like that. It's just like it's just wrong. Right? Well, you know, they'll <laughs> cut so that wrong. stuff out, or they'll introduce but... a female character who will try it on with, but will kick him in the nuts or something, and then that will be. Oh it. no, you <laughs> can't, man, you can't. They and the will. thing is, he could. 
Oh, don't do that to Lobo, man. He's meant to be this, like, you know, just piece of crap, basically. You know what I mean? It's like you're not meant to like him. He's just like, you know, this... He's like Machete, man. He's like... He is basically... He's basically <laughs> like like machete you know it's just like you know you you're not meant to like him it's just like he um it's just like you know if you if you're kind of thinking oh i i could be cut down until i'm like one drop of blood and i can still regenerate myself what kind of crazy shit would i get up to <laughs> that's basically that's basically probably probably what you know what some people would do um you know some people you know not, obviously not me and in the US but yeah yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that character because um, you know and and seeing what kind of because I I would think okay what what thing would you put him in with because you know um, you could Green Lantern Lantern, yeah Green Lantern put all your intergalactic um, stuff together and have him be like a character who pops up while the Green Lanterns are trying to do their thing and he's kind of, you know, in in pursuit of somebody that they're dealing with. And yeah, then you could introduce the character yeah. lastly. Bounty hunter versus police, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's that's the thing. Um, and it's interesting what they've done with Green Lantern because they've changed the focus to John Stewart. And I think that is that's clever based on what is going on today. Because right now, uh, rightly or wrongly, it seems to be like people don't like the police. And basically, you've got these intergalactic police there. And, you know, some idiot's going to put the headline if Hal Jordan was a thing. Oh, look, these, you know, Caucasian police are going around the universe, like, you know, kicking people. You know, I know what the internet is like, man. It's just like you can tell. So the fact they make Jon Stewart it, I guess, probably kind of, you know, take some of the thing off it. So I know some of you guys, I I got sent this thing there today um, uh, from the DMs about John Boyega, but there's no... I couldn't find it anywhere else apart from the rap basically talking about it. And uh, the rap and Umberto Gonzalez is not really the most, yeah. the most accurate person in the world. So until other places start reporting it, um, you know, we'll talk about it then basically. Right. So um, without further ado, should we go into the black Panther Wakanda forever? Is it called, it's called a black Panther story, isn't it? Wakanda forever, a black Panther something no it's just black panther black panther will kind of forever right yeah right so um so yeah and guys for warning like usual this is going to be full-on spoilers right so um basically i was gonna we were gonna cast like a couple of days ago i hadn't seen it um ed's literally just gone seeing it um and i was gonna go and see it yesterday couldn't see it yesterday ended up seeing it there today um so obviously we'll talk about it so Overall impressions. I'll give my impressions. That's the DC guy, right? Because go for it. Go for it. <laughs> my overall impressions. Um, it was okay. I'm not going to say it's the best Marvel film that I've seen. Um, I thought as a tribute to Tr- Chadwick Boseman, it was it was good. Uh, you know, I liked uh the first five minutes and kind of like the ending part there, where there were you know where there's all that kind of stuff about Chadwick. Um. To, to me i always kind of uh we, we talked there before at the, the start of this podcast like i would i would like a thing when they're kind of putting on um you know the, the uh the kind of age ratings saying switch your brain off or 
we're going to try and tell you <laughs> we're going to try and tell you uh like you know a certain story or whatever Be because to me like I, I don't know whether whether to switch my brain off in this or not because it wasn't um, a switch your I, brain off movie even even as a comic book movie it wasn't like a duh, duh, bing, bing, it bang. wasn't but the problem is when i start thinking about this um I struggle with what they're actually trying to tell me in terms of what this story is, basically. Um, and it's just, uh, that's the difficulty that I found. So overall, as a comic book movie, I liked it. Uh, I like the, the the fact there's, you know, kind of like a, a Chadwick Boseman tribute kind of thing um, there as well at, at the start and at the end. But kind of like, as a movie there itself, when it's trying to tell me, I, I guess the kind of the moral basis of the story, I kind of struggle with it because I can't understand it. What is the um, moral basis? Well, before you get to your moral basis, we'll I, I will say that I enjoyed it thoroughly and I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. And I liked the first Black Panther film, but I didn't, wasn't like in love with it as being, you know, oh my God, it's like the best movie they've ever made. You know, I thought it was... No, it was it was entertaining. It was important for what it represented. But beyond that, you know, I thought it was alright. This though, I have thought was so much better, so much better, and it was heartfelt. Yes, same with the Chad Chadwick Boseman. This was like an an old to him. His presence was felt all throughout it, even without ever being in it, which I thought was a clever way to do it, the way that they wrote it, because that's why I was really interested to see how they were going to handle all of that. And I think my only gripe was that you didn't really need to have. Ironheart in this. I feel she was kind of shoehorned in. Mm. Take her out of this and this would have been just, you know. I, this, the vibes of this movie brings me back to the Russo brothers, what they were doing with like the Captain America films. It was, it has a lot more of an emotional grounding than the last few mm. Marvel movies. So yeah, I enjoyed this thoroughly, man. Very surprised. Yeah, and I, I mean... Love... They're not called Atlanteans. Obviously, we all know that now. They've got a different name. Mm -hmm. But for the sake of this, traditionally, they're called Atlanteans. We'll just call them that. Talakokans? Talakokans or something they were called? Yeah. yeah. I, I think they were cool, man. I thought they were badass. I want to see way more of them. So I thought I was really enjoying seeing them on screen. Yeah, there, there were some interesting things that they had. Like, you know, when, when he gets thrown on the bridge from this... <laughs> this uh I don't, I don't know whether it was a it was a killer whale or whether it's a humpback whale or something yes this is what i kept like i don't want this to turn into a it's inevitable we're gonna have to mention aquaman at some point but i don't want this to be a one versus the other sort of thing but this kind of shows how you really give a sense and create a sense of their culture over people which i never really got the sense of with aquaman with the lanterns in Aquaman, like the civilization, the people never really got to get a sense of what that world was like. Mm. You never, yeah, they never showed it. You just saw, you know, the kings and, you know, all the flashy side of it. With this, you really got more of a sense of their culture, their music, their architecture, and just the way they interacted, the regular people. So it made it feel a lot more lived in from, to me, and I kind of connected with it a lot more. And yeah, the way that they yeah. kind of just used the, what, the animals in the ocean to just help them out get around like buses it's just this what they're so cool man it was interesting yeah i mean the, the um the the Rhea williams thing is a bit of a played out trope in films there are so many films where it's like okay 
there's thousands of people that are going to die, but, you know, do you let this one person die? Yes or no. Mm -hmm. Do you go and, you know, try and help this one person? Um, I, I also, yeah, I also enjoyed the, um, the, the stuff there, the Atlantean kind of stuff there as well. Um, and, you know, the, the interesting story that basically, um, you know, you have the conquistadors coming in and it's like, they're just eliminating basically everybody and everybody else dies of smallpox and blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, you get some people surviving because they, you know, they take the, um, the flower basically and, you know, and, and end up going going into the water and stuff um and and that you know um that does feed into a lot of these kind of um things where it's like people are like oh what happened to this civilization this is civilization just disappeared overnight there's so many civilizations like that especially mm-hmm. in central america where they just they just disappear yeah. uh, and it's like where the hell is it gone and um you know it, in this it, it did really kind of you know um kind of join onto that um my uh, like I said, my difficulty mainly was like, uh, I found it difficult to think, okay, who am I rooting for here? Because sometimes when I watch these films, I hear so many times from like Marvel fans, right? All the time. Oh, Marvel's had this massive plan. They've worked out everything from the beginning, blah, blah. And it's like, I went and basically, because I was thinking, I haven't seen Black Panther for a long, long time. Man. Let me watch Black Panther before I see this, right? So I watched Black Panther like three or four days before I saw this. And then when I saw this, I'm like, this doesn't really make much sense, right? You basically, you know, you've had all of the stuff there before, right? You've had basically a planet killing event that has occurred Mm -hmm. twice, right? Twice you've had Thanos and his entire people come down, right? In fact, three times you've had the Avengers where the flipping whole sky has opened up, right? Yeah. And at the end, the whole point was like of, of Black Panther was like, okay, you know what? We've basically like ignored our neighbors for too long. And, you know, we're going to become a help to the world. And then the queen goes to the UN and is like, no, nah, we're not going to give you vibranium. And yeah, they're you know, going to help the world like... with knowledge and technology, but not vibranium because they know that everyone wants to weaponize it everyone wants especially after the events of what happened before with Thanos and you know the first avengers movie everyone wants these sort of weapons that can do crazy damage and they know vibranium is the key to that but wakandas aren't willing yeah, to give them that and that's nonsense, what's isolated man. makes sense ah it's just that's nonsense, what happen because the they're crazy the, the world is crazy but then that's the thing is like then to me that doesn't make them them the heroes in this film because when i watch it and i think okay well the planet has basically had multiple events that have happened there to it right and you've got these one group of people who are like we're gonna keep hold of this one mineral that could potentially help the entire world right because you don't deserve it because you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that at that point it's like flipping it man you're just basically lecturing everyone as opposed to being like okay we're an example for the world we're going to show how like basically like how you know how we are and all this kind of stuff and you, you know, know we're gonna do that you countries won't just take know, it on and use it for good they'll use it for weapons there might be something there might be oh is this frozen you've missed that people at the other films that was the kind of whole thing about it it was like everybody comes together in you know in 
Avengers. Everybody mm-hmm. comes together in, um, you know, in um, Endgame, right? Yeah. Um, and even in Endgame, we've got like we've got the military that are coming there as well because Rhodey is now representing the military there as well, the American military. They're all coming together at that point, and at that point, you're basically saying, right, okay, we're all on the one side of basically stopping this planet killing event that is basically going on. Not only that, you've got other stuff there as well. It's like, okay, you're not going to give this kind of mineral to people because you're saying, oh, you know, you're colonizers and all this kind of stuff. But then also at the same time, it's like this dude came down and basically killed one one half of the universe's population, like not just this planet, the entire universe's population, and they disappeared for five years, right? And it was only because of the of a coalition of people that basically came together to be like, let's go and try and you know try and reverse this and bring people back that it actually kind of happened, including one of them who basically the queen probably would have would have recognized as you know a colonizing kind of weapons maker, blah, blah, which is totally bloody stark. He bloody sacrificed himself for the whole thing. So I just kind of watch it. And I think I honestly cannot understand, especially at the end of Black Panther, when the whole thing at the end of Black Panther was like, okay, fine, we're going to go here now and we need to go and help the world. And then it's like in the second one, they're like, ah, now nah, forget about it. We're not going to help you guys because you don't deserve it, right? But and we don't know what really... other help they've given, though. They didn't specifically say that that help was going to be to now give Now you're them adding vibrating. stuff in the film that isn't but that, there. But that's true, though. Come it wasn't now, there. Man. That wasn't you in there. They didn't add... say that our help in the yeah, world is to on, give man. them vibranium. It's other <laughs> knowledge that they have. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But look, look yeah. at COVID, man. Everyone's worked together to come up with antiviruses and cues, and now it's all out of way. Everyone just wants to bicker and fight against each other again. Uh, just... That that is true. But it's I'm just I'm looking at it from the context of the previous Black Panther film, because to me, then it it just doesn't follow. Because at that point, it's like ah, oh, now forget it. You know, we were gonna we were gonna do this, but we're not gonna do it now for this for was, what reason? This was like and seven years seemed... ago within the timeline of the film that, that those events happened. But then it, it kind of just makes it to me is just like the only reason why they want to do that is because the director wanted to make a commentary about what is going on in America right now, particularly. And well, I kind of... We heard well, that I originally, kind of... before Chadwick died, the concept of the whole thing was going to be about just the loss of the time that he's lost from before Chadwick died, about the time that he was away and no longer f- knowing where his place was because these people of his nation had basically just gotten on and lived and you know time had passed i guess there would, would have been a new king and new people in charge and yeah that was what the concept was going to be about so they had to kind of uh zigzag and change it up around it stuff. but i feel like they did a damn good job though I, I, it worked for me it's I, not I can't, I, yeah argue with what you're saying but i gotta disagree on that one i yeah i mean I, the thing is you know i'm it might seem i'm being overly negative about this film but it's just basically like that's just my gripe right in terms of that it's like okay i can just ignore that and say okay fine you know what okay so okay say that again your gripe yeah so so i can you know it may seem like i'm being like overly negative about this and it's not really that i mean i'm just saying this is my just gripe about this one thing and sometimes unfortunately with me is that i can literally just get one thing and i'll be fixated on that for the, the, for the rest of the film so just it's like just, with, it's just 
Just like with Guardians, come back to it in five years' time and then it'll be your favourite <laughs> film. You'll love it all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what? Do you know, uh, actually, a few um, a few days ago, I watched Morbius again. Oh, God, they will never love like, that one. You never know. Don't tell me you suddenly love that one now. And I was like, this is not too bad. No. This is not as bad as what I <laughs> <laughs> No. I was like, no. this is not actually as shit as I remember, as I remember it. Oh. I don't know, maybe it's because I was half asleep or something. It's just like, um, it. yeah, it just anyway. Uh, um, so, so what do you think so, of yeah, um, uh, Tenok or Tenoch? Who I'm butchering his name. Apologize, but yeah, Hurita. I think, I thought he was. I thought he was good. Um, I thought um, the only issue that I have, and this is. This is gonna sound really petty there again. Um, I thought his acting was acting was great. I kind of liked the idea of now I know there's been a lot of argument about this online. Would right? you consider he is what Black Adam should have been in terms not as the actor to but the way he was portraying the character? That's what I wanted yes. to see in Black Adam. Yeah. And this is the problem with Black Adam, is that basically Black Adam is not kind of harsh enough, mm. right? And the thing is, with um, uh, with uh, the, the main problem with Black Adam as a character is Black Adam is a Middle Eastern Arab origin character, basically. Even though he's not Arab himself, he's from that region, right? And because to some enemy terms, yeah. And because of that, it becomes a big problem because, in effect, what he's doing is is that. He wants to completely eliminate the enemy from that area. And who's the enemy, right? You can't pick an enemy. Yeah, and if the enemy are the people that, you know, are you're meant to be, uh, you know, you're meant to be rooting for there because they're the people who make the films, then, then it becomes extremely difficult, right? So, um, you know, that's why Top Gun did so well, because it's like a nondescript enemy that they're basically going and, you know, uh, fighting against and stuff. But I did, I did really like this. So, so one of the arguments that I've seen quite a lot online is people saying like, oh, it's ridiculous that he's basically coming around and just saying, I want to kill everybody because, you know, of, of what's going on. And it's like, I don't know if these people listen to news or anything, yeah, right? But it's not. like, this is basically like, okay, so this is the thing about, um, uh, so uh, Net Netanyahu, who's the, the prime you know wants to be the prime minister again of israel is basically like you know if um if people decide to attack us then we're gonna make sure that we eliminate them first and its entire basis is a, a military defense of israel yeah. and it's basically because he says that we're never going to put um ourselves in a position where we allow what happened you know to us in you know in the 30s and 40s um to happen again so they want to become so militarily powerful and tackle every single threat um in a really kind of crazy way to stop that stuff from happening again and when i was watching this i was this huh? is what world dictators do this is what north korea would love to do to the south this is what russia being threatening to do to everyone else around them like it's yeah they just want to destroy everybody to kind of feel like protect themselves and his loyalty Namor is to his people and nobody else's. Yeah. And he saw some mad shit happen before. Like he's basically seen almost entire yeah, like, you know, race genocided, right? He like so he's like years old or something. He's just, yeah. yeah. 
he's like, I'm not allowing this shit to happen. Like, not on my watch, you know what I mean? And that I actually thought was quite interesting because, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of look at that and I think this actually literally is what a historical figure would do. They would basically be like, we're not going to allow this genocide to ever happen again. So we're going to go and eliminate all of our threats there first. And, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty much obviously, you know, obviously what it is. Um, The, the, my only gripe, like I, like I said, really petty, 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 petty gripe. Okay. Okay. Um, If you're going to be, um, shirtless yeah that's the big a film he's not like right. this again this could be the age thing because he's in his 40s already mm. maybe he just doesn't have the genetics to really get to that level of shape it's just what yeah but it would be nice if he like really just juiced up because i'm not i don't i don't care about morals when it comes to steroids give them all steroids <laughs> i want them to look like the comic book heroes but that would have been nice but this wasn't in his capabilities and i just accepted yeah. that from yeah i mean that's that's the thing that's what it was like a minor gripe and i was kind of like okay maybe he could have got in better shape or whatever and you know he didn't and it's like okay fine just you know whatever but as a character i did i i did like it um i did think it was interesting when he just kind of came out of the um the sea with his you know with his little flying um wings on his feet and stuff um i thought that i thought that was that was quite interesting and generally um in terms of him like the CGI on him actually seemed pretty good throughout most of the thing, right? Um, the CGI on some of the other characters, uh, I don't know what they're, but there's definitely some some problems there. But um, but uh, yeah, his character I liked. Um, I liked the kind of um, the you know, well. I the, she was cool. I don't know why I always have a thing for these kick-ass female side hench women man just like Fayor in a man of steel i love them man. Yeah. no more yeah 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 the, yeah it was you know that generally his arc uh i kind of liked and i kind of think okay this this dude um basically is like um you know his whole his whole sole purpose is literally the protection of his own people and that is basically it um you know the 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 writing there in terms of in terms of what was going on they needed to fix that a little bit because you know if somebody said that to me in the script that okay they've got this somebody's created this device to go and find the vibranium and then they've kind of used the device already so they know where the vibranium is now right but now you still want to go and kill riri williams for what reason they know where the vibranium is now anyway. Yeah, you kind of presume that not... even if they killed her, they've got the blueprints for it all now. They you know, they figured out. They, they know the basis of how that thing works now. They could just make another one. That's why I say yeah, that she shouldn't kinda... have really been in it. It just felt shoehorned for, to set her up for a show, which I'm not even that interested in, if I'm honest. I wasn't sold on her. But, you know, that's just a grab for me. I think the thing I think the thing with Rhea Williams is um, it was a to me a wasted character in the film because in effect Riri and Shuri are this, almost the same person right because Shuri is the uh, super intelligent kind yeah, of like yeah. trying to find her way in the world 
um, you know, uh, kind of character. And then you've also got Rue Williams, who's also the same kind of thing there as well. It's just like, just like the thing is, like sometimes when I when I when I when I watch these things, I'm like, man, why do you need to exaggerate so much over these kind of things? It's like, oh, she couldn't get into a into a laptop, so she created a a quantum computer to break the <laughs> yeah, code. Did, it's like, yeah, come on they, now. Yeah, <laughs> That was my gripe with the first Black <laughs> Black Panther film. Is that like, some of this technology is like they wouldn't even see it in Star Trek, man. It's a little they pushed it a little too far. But, it's just yeah, it's like yeah. you don't you don't need to go so crazy, you know what I mean? Just kind of but, like really in there a little bit. Um, what about what did you think about that last battle? That last battle was kind of brutal, man. Just, it was like I mean, I mean, I did I didn't know how did uh, you know? Obviously, um, obviously, there's the whole thing about the. We skipped over all the stuff about the, the storyline um, of basically that um, they're trying to find uh, the flower and Killmonger. I can remember in the in in uh, the previous Black Panther, they he set fire to all the fields and all that. Yeah. With that flower was that flower was the one that basically that could in effect cure. Oh he would survive, um, and you know, just just not possible there. Basically. Um, but then Shuri ends up getting the flower there from you know because because these yeah, the Namors yeah. yeah so she ends up getting that and then ends up becoming the new Black Panther. Now when you have that when you have that flower you, you're invulnerable you just can't get hurt right or you... it's super strengths speed reflexes to a degree but not it doesn't you're not bulletproof or anything that's why they still have to have the suit that was you know absorbing all of the because because there's like she gets speared like literally just like yeah she gets i mean that she must i don't know how she survived that like literally like that is going through the stomach like that would have ended up out of a spinal cord right she would have been paralyzed slightly to the side side. she would have lost a kidney i reckon but you know, yeah, she got over it pretty quick. She's been bleeding to death, like, heavily, pretty much, right? I've got to say, been... I've, I've never been a Letitia Wright fan, even from the first film, regardless of the dumb shit she was tweeting, you know, through the last couple of years. But, um, you know, yeah, she she kind of held her own. Angela Bassett really was the MVP, though. She Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. carried that. I mean, she was, like, the, this is the thing, man. Just, you kind of watch that and you think, oh, man, I just wish that they'd given her more roles when she was in her prime and all that kind of stuff. Cause I can only remember it from that Tina Turner film. Oh, thing. what's love got to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and, and, um, what's it called? Uh, the one with Eddie Murphy. What's that one when he so goes funny. from, Oh God, I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. Um, but so, you know, it's kind of like, um, she was acting assault. This is like, grade a level yeah. you know kind of actress right um and yeah really acting so even though i i thought is you know i i really think kind of the, the moral way she was talking about the stuff in front of the un made any sense to me the way that she was actually portraying it was was really like interesting and there was like a kind of raw emotion and everything that was going there through it um you know, uh, guys, we said spoilers anyway, but, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, we think obviously like, you know, they're, they've killed her off now, basically. Right. So it's kind of like, um, do, would you have wanted, I don't know, her to kind of 
carry on or like in some kind of capacity or become like a diplomat or something there or or you just I'm think okay, it was a but, fitting uh, end yeah i think it was a fitting end you know we, we wouldn't see any coming obviously she was like the best you know he added gravitas to it all, but I think for the story, it kind of made sense to give Shuri that kick up the ass that almost tipped her off the, over the edge to go bad. Which I wish they kind of committed to a little longer, maybe. But yeah, yeah, and, and there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of world building, world kind of you know stuff like yeah. you're saying, like this seven hours that is seven seven years that is kind of missing there that um, that you know you kind of like you kind of like gloss over because you just think oh yeah you know whatever but it's like you know like in the first black panther um basically you have to challenge to become the king or whatever right yeah and in this it's just like oh i'm you know I- i'm the queen now did nobody just like say no you're not but they saved it to the <laughs> I- end i don't know you is a it, i would assume that the-, the assumption in this is that the queen and the black panther are different and yeah, the I think they did that once they had... It goes down it, from succession. They showed it at the end, didn't it, when they had that battle or they were setting up for the battle, which we never saw. So I'm guessing Umbaku's going to become the king by him entering into that. But they also kind of left it open whether Shuri... If they decide not to bring her back, they have a reason for her not to be there with all the mm. controversy with the actress. They could just have her in Haiti and have someone else be the Black Panther now. <laughs> they kind of got the... Left, they kind of left the door open for that possibility. They have new flowers she's away so they can go they go they can go places they've got options if they decide to keep it going yeah because that's the thing that confused me a bit so it's basically like okay so angela bassett is like the queen just everybody accepts that i guess for for that point maybe because t'challa's missing or something i don't know whether there's some kind of rule about that um and then towards the end of this film it's like uh, you know, Mbaku's there and he's basically like, oh, you know, Queen Shuri can't be here and he's going to challenge basically, you know, so is he going to become king or, or something? But then it's like, okay, well, then does that mean there is a challenge? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like... Yeah, she didn't uh, want to... Fr- you... I'm, presu- I'm taking from that that she just doesn't want the throne. Yeah. And Shuri isn't interested in being the queen. Yeah. So that's why she just... She doesn't need to be the one doing it. So yeah, let Mbaku do his thing. So yeah, do this thing that is going on. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, obviously, it leaves it open. um, Leaves it open pretty much with oh, um, (laughs) uh, shout out to Smallville, right? So, so you know, in Smallville, uh, when uh, when Lex Luthor captures Aquaman, and he's like, "How are we gonna? How are we gonna get rid of Aquaman's powers?" So they put him in this thing and they dry him dry out, him right? Out. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> basically, basically dry out Aquaman. And, uh, and... Kills fish in it, basically. He just leaves man aside. <laughs> I was watching this and I was like, "Oh, man." Somebody's what Smallville here or something. Oh come on, that's a, just like that's a global kind of concept, though, isn't it? Anything that lives in the ocean, <laughs> you take it out. It makes sense. Dry it out. So yeah, it was it was interesting because it's just like, oh, we're just gonna just let's just dry this character out, and that's that's the oh. end of you know that's the end of uh, 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 him and all that kind of stuff. Before so, we uh, yeah, sign I, out, quick shout to uh, what's it, Julia Louise Dreyfus, playing her character so well, I despise her already. Whenever she pops up, oh, <laughs> yeah. But I like the funny thing that they kind of snuck in there that her and um Ross were married at some, at one point. Her and Bilbo. Yeah, and and we know we know that Thunderbolt Ross is going to be um 
Harrison Ford now, right? So you know that's the that's the kind the kind of thing. It'll be it'll be interesting to see where they kind of go from that. Um, yeah, the film overall, I don't know, three to three and a half. I would probably give it. I would say I did um, I did enjoy it, um, but it's like one of those things. I think the the problem is is that um, if you go into it with this kind of mindset of thinking, right, I'm gonna uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to just watch every single other Marvel film there and have this kind of memory of of all the other Marvel films in my head and then go and watch this rather than just a general feel of what the MCU is like. Then I think at that point uh, you start to create problems. But when you're looking at uh, it and you're thinking, go on, keep going. <laughs> well, I think, I think when you're looking at it and you're thinking, OK, um you know i like i like black panther i like the world you know all of that kind of stuff then when you watch it it's like okay yeah this is a decent film i can get into it you know all that kind of stuff um but if if you start picking at it you can really pick at this um but i don't think it's the type of film that is meant to be kind of picked apart if you know what i mean it's not like uh you know it's not designed by people that are meant to you know that have designed their film that you know, they've tried to tie up every single loose end and all this kind of stuff. So uh, what was your rating? I'll give this... I'm, I'm swaying between four to four and a half, purely because I just loved the teleco. Wow, the you really did love like I just this. loved it. Yeah, I just, yeah, I want more Namor and <sighs> all of them. Like, I just want, I just, I just really enjoyed that shit, man. They were cool. They were, uh, and Namor was it. Namor was Namor was awesome, man. I've got to say, like you know, um, the the Aquaman are really gonna have to try and pull something out of the bag to yeah. to make something different and, and all that kind of Atlanta, stuff. Atlanta, show me the culture, show me the people. Let me connect with that world. Which they never did with the first one. Let me connect with it. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they we'll see what they come out. Yeah. Lobo halfway through that that's going to be that's going to be a thing in it so um yeah. so yeah guys if you um if you want to uh, send us any messages there about um who was right who was, who was right <laughs> i didn't say that i hated it uh you know but I, but I, you know i do have issues there with it but um basically yeah if you um if you love black panther if you didn't love black panther send us a message let us know uh, what you think about it the most active is the facebook page there um we're coming up to to 2000 uh, followers on that page now so just keep going on that there um and um and you can message us on the the, the dc vs marvel podcast uh, page there on that um also you can email us on dcvs marvel pod at gmail.com there as well um and once again if you want to catch just general uh, movies uh, TV shows, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can catch Ed's on his other podcast there as well, which is Talking at the Movies. Go check it out, guys, on all podcasting platforms. Until then, guys, uh, we'll see you again next time. See you later.